Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Welcome to episode 73. Before I get into today's episode, I just want to take a minute and say thank you if you listened to last week's episode, Lessons from Gratitude Hill. I listened back to it and it was pretty difficult not being distracted by how hoarse my voice sounded. So I want to apologize for that, but I also want to express my gratitude if you listened to it and stuck it out. I definitely think the content was well worth it. Today, we're talking about thoughts that keep us from moving forward or keep us from enjoying our runs. Specifically, we're talking about self-sabotaging kind of thoughts. And although I would say we typically recognize these thoughts from a mile away when we hear others being in them, when it comes to ourselves, we're either blind to them or we actually choose to indulge in them because they give us some sort of gratification, kind of like a pity party can give us. You know, that kind of gratification of an instant dopamine hit that we get. Just like that cookie when we're on a diet. But just like with the cookie, the indulgent thought of the pity party leaves us feeling empty and needy for more of the self-sabotaging behaviors, thereby continuing the negative behavior. So I think a lot of us can relate to today's topic and probably has experienced it at one point or another, and probably, in reality, will experience them again. So, I want to give you some ideas or some tips on how to deal with them. So today, I want to talk about the idea, the thought, that I'm not cut out for this, this being running. Do you ever have this thought, runner friend? Did you used to? Let's talk about four different runners four different types who might say, I'm not cut out for this, or am I cut out for this? And how to deal with it. There's the newbie runner who feels every hurdle is a reminder of how they're not cut out for it. When the going gets tough, the brain likes to question and doubt. And you might find yourself halfway into your half your first half marathon plan and it seems like a chore when you have to kick yourself in the butt to get out the door to do. You're not feeling the running bliss and you start wondering if running is really your thing. Distances you've never run before loom ahead in your training plan and you start to second guess your commitment and your sanity when you signed up for the race. And then the thought, am I really cut out for this? creeps in. You wonder how other runners whose posts you see on social media hack it. Does this describe you? So here's my mindset hack for you. Ask yourself what 
you make it mean. What do you make it mean that you're not feeling the running bliss, for instance, or that you have to kick yourself in the butt to get out on your morning run or afternoon run? What do you make it mean that your body is sore and achy from your new habit? Get curious before you resort to start doubting your abilities. Really get curious and see what answer comes up because 99% says you are cut out for this. It's just that we don't have to run like we have to work to put food on the table or clean the house or insert other activity that you do regularly. And these activities you don't always enjoy either. Or maybe, type number two, maybe you fall into the category of runners who rely on their smartwatches and the external stats to determine the quality of their run. About a year ago, I dropped speed from the display on my Garmin and instead now only show cadence, distance, and heart rate. So often a running post is prefaced by, I know I'm not the fastest, or I know I'm slow, but... And I just want to say when in reality... Speed is irrelevant in 99% of the cases. What matters is how you feel. It seems that we have this collective idea that running ought to be fast, faster than what we're currently doing, farther than what we're currently doing. And our stats remind us that we're not cut out for this. Can you relate? If that's the case, runner friend, my mindset hack for you is get curious and ask yourself, what do I make my stats mean about myself? Because you want to find out if your worth as a runner is tied to your stats. If you secretly know that this is the case, please don't guilt yourself. Because you're by no means the only one. It's so common for us to hang our worth on an external value. Whether it's running stats, material symbols, job titles, and the list goes on and on and on. Type number three. Maybe you're a runner who experiences recurrent injuries. Big or small, but frequently enough to make you desperate and kind of pissed off at your body for betraying you. Silently, you wonder if maybe, maybe my body's not cut out for this. Personally, for me, it started in 2019, then resurfaced in 2020, and again in 2021. For me, it was severe shin splints, probably actually an undiagnosed stress fracture. Each time I would take time off, but I was deeply missing my running routine. It always seemed to happen when I started increasing mileage towards a half marathon. And the last time it happened, it was while I was starting to increase mileage for my full marathon training. I used to wonder if I was not cut out for distance running. So if this is your pain point, runner friend, my advice to you is to get some training 
and running form. I've mentioned it often. Becoming a chi running or becoming a chi runner was a game changer for me. It was actually so dramatic that I went through the certification process to become a chi running coach. So if you're frequently waylaid in your running routine, find a running routine that teaches you injury prevention. Chi running by Danny Dreyer is one of them. Lastly, maybe you are a runner who's ramping up mileage for marathon training, maybe an ultra. You're starting to feel your life consists of two things, running and not running. And beginning to feel guilt for the time it takes away from your family, loved ones, and other responsibilities. You think, I'm not a professional runner, after all, so maybe I'm not cut out for this, is your reason. For sure, those thoughts went through my head when I trained for Big Sur Marathon earlier this year. Between the sheer weekly mileage I was all of a sudden putting on my body and I probably doubled it, probably doubled what I used to do. Just the planning and organizational skills required to pursue a marathon training plan while working full-time and having school-age kids at home is a lot. Between prepping post-recovery shakes and planning when to eat pre-run breakfast, side note, should be eaten not too early, not too late, and guzzling gels while running or being as vigil as a frazzled first-time parent about my own bedtime to ensure I would get enough sleep. My running habit morphed into something entirely different than I'd ever experienced before. And it beckoned the question, am I cut out for this more than once? Can you relate, runner friend? Well, guess what? My mindset hack for you is, what do you make it mean? Do you make it mean that you're not in the league of the seasoned professional runners you see in social media or read about? Or that you're neglecting the needs of your family while you're out on your weekly long run? Ruminating over this while running zaps your energy. Ruminating over it when you get home kills your joy for running. I can't tell you if you're neglecting your family, although most likely you're not, but most likely they'll support your desire to run. But if you're walking around feeling all sorts of guilty, you won't notice this and your energy is in the toilet then. So, get curious. Ask yourself, what do I make it mean? And find an answer. Truly, I'm not a broken record. Asking what do you make it mean is such a powerful question because it helps us get to the bottom of what we feel. But so often we don't ask or wait for the answer. We just operate on autopilot. And just keep going when a feeling like this comes up. Simply answering it, simply first asking it and then answering it can release a lot of negative feelings. There you have it, runner friend. Four different types of runners, but one universal powerful question. What do I make this mean? 
What do you make it mean when the going gets tough as a newbie runner? Do you make it mean that it's not for you then? Once you ask yourself, what do I make it mean and find your answer, you get to choose if you like the answer or not. If you want your runs to be attached to these thoughts or not, you choose because you can change the thoughts to something you'd rather believe instead. Something you feel would support you better and help you believe in yourself as a runner. Creating belief in a runner's confidence is one of the pillars inside my runner's mind. Unlike what most of us believe, beliefs are created. We're not born with them. So that means we get to create the beliefs we want to take on a run with us. If you're wondering about how to create more awareness around your belief, come check us out in my runner's mind. I would love to have you be part of it. So, runner friend, if this episode brought you value, please leave a five-star review. It'll help others notice a podcast, and it may help them love their runs more. I'll talk to you next week, my friends. My wish for you is you run happy this week. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.